0: What's in the queue? 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 What's
1: in the queue? What's, What's in the, the queue? queue? <laughs> that was some good audio spikes. We'll come in on that. Hmm.
0: I almost fell asleep. I did fall asleep. <laughs> it was like 8... But it. And I was like,
1: I did. I felt. I set an alarm. I specifically set an alarm for (laughs) twenty minutes. I'm like, guys, I just need to rest my eyes. Okay, I'm just gonna rest my eyes. And I don't know if you can see my earrings, but I fell asleep in these dangly star earrings, which was a not a challenge, but there was a moment of terror of, be careful when you wake up, Emily. Do not rip the stars out of your ears.
0: But it would have been really cool if you had like a star mm. imprint on your That cheek. would have been great. That would
1: have been really, really good.
0: So fancy.
1: It's fall today. Tomorrow will be summer. Tomorrow will be summer. Two days after that, it will officially be fall. And then Saturday, it'll be winter. Yeah. 37
0: degrees, is says. Uh-huh.
1: That's fine. This is Indiana. This is October. It's fine. No. No. Mother Nature, stop it. Well, I mean, don't like stop, stop. This is how we get sick. (laughs) (sighs) Hey. I'm just... (laughs) Hey. I'm so burnt out right now. I'm so burnt out. Me too. Let's just sit here
0: quietly. Okay. Okay, let's take a nap. We've,
1: we've joked about this in the past. I'm not opposed to it. Hmm. How long do you think they could take it? Me, personally, about 15 seconds. <laughs> and then I start pushing the 30-second forward button. <laughs> finding out, all right, when do they come back in? <laughs> oh, man. That's super impatient. I have super... I, I am not a patient person. I have too many podcasts that I like to listen to. I don't have time for... 20 minutes of silence fine
0: fine fine i'm scared to drink because apparently strawberry wine makes me drunk strawberry wine like that whole time i think you had made reference on there like oh sean's drunk and i was like no i'm not i was like super amped and i like my adrenaline was really high And apparently I was drunk, too, and I didn't realize it. (laughs) I
1: mean, you had fun. I had a good time. But,
0: like, the whole time, like, doing it, I was like, I'm just really amped. Yeah. Because I was excited. Like, we made it to 50, and we had a whole nother body of energy within this closet. Yeah. And then, like, I've only listened to, like, maybe 10 minutes of our 50th, because I was like, oh... I slurred my speech. <laughs> I was like, ah, bleh, baby, baby, baby. So that's fun to hear yourself. Buzzed. That's not fun.
1: No, I mean like it's a fun episode. We had good downloads on it. Good. Yeah. Great. Yeah. I didn't listen to it. Um, I just, I, I, I still hate listening to myself yeah. editing. Yeah. Um, I was just a guest on a Comic Book Rundown. You were? For uh listener slash boyfriend Joe's podcast. Wait, wait.
0: <laughs> the guy that runs Comic Book Rundown uh-huh. is your dude?
1: Uh, shocker, right? Spoiler yeah. alert. I know. He, had, he had me read some uh, Teen Titans, New Teen Titans uh, from the 80s. Adorable. So it's back when uh, the way you draw costumes is that you draw a body and then you draw lines on it to show that that's got clothes on it. Nice. Um. Yeah, I had I did not mince words on that comic. I did not. I did not <laughs> like it. I did not like it a lot. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Plus, uh, he said he cut a lot of a lot of my rants out, but apparently I went on a lot of rants about um uh complaining about people who say there's never been politics in comics before now and how they're tired of social justice warriors slamming their libtard agendas down their throats in their comics now and why can't we just go back to the good old days of how it was and i'm just like oh look at this panel here where they're commenting about selling guns and how that's bad and oh look at this panel here where they're talking about diversity oh look at this panel that they're talking about race but there's never been politics in comics before Krishna. there's never been politics in comics before You can't cut this out, Joe. I edit this podcast. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) I love it.
0: Can you make your own clip show of all of your rants?
1: Oh, it's all. I mean, it's probably. Well, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know.
0: You could definitely probably fit a solid 45 minutes of rants.
1: A good 25. A a hard 25 for sure. (laughs) Throw for in sure. a few for this episode.
0: <laughs> I mean, we've got one doo, doo, doo. Uh, anywhows, this is what's in the queue?
1: With Krishana and Emily, two very tired ladies. <laughs> Work is exhausting.
0: Yes, it is, and so and, is
1: being a parent. and then we decided to have a hobby with homework. yeah. <laughs> what were we thinking
0: i I don't know (laughs) i don't know
1: Uh, i
0: i got some new listeners for us um by accident hot diggity um and the excitement of them realizing that i had a podcast was great and then i spent the next i don't know how many hours going hey what about this one do this one what about this one what about this one did that did that haven't heard of it maybe i don't know
1: (sighs) hey that's what we want though we need that
0: i know it was good we do need that yeah so
1: what's up new friends hey new
0: friends um
1: but this week you found a good one I week. found a good one. You found such a good one that I got to talking to a co-worker about it. Yeah. And she immediately went and started watching the documentary. Oh, I'm like, yes! Good, good, Thank good, you. good, Thank you. good. Thank you. I was dancing a lot. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, especially at the end, I was like, mm, mm, mm. oh, crap, 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 crap. There's a lot of stuff I got to write down. How to rewind. <laughs> 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 yeah. And is it still called Rewind? I started thinking about that the other day. I don't like, see
1: why it wouldn't be.
0: I You know, I just didn't know if just, I was I mean, old. just because
1: you're not physically pushing a button, you're clicking a button backwards. Like, yeah. that's I fine. We should, young, young people of you, the internet. Youths, tell Grandma Krishana and Grandma Emily if it's still rewinding if you're watching a digital version of something. Because I have caught myself saying I had to rewind the
0: tape. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that not, not, not a thing anymore. <laughs>
1: Anywho,
0: we are talking about Quincy. Hey. If you don't know, Quincy Jones. Uh, this documentary profiles music and cultural icon Quincy Jones, offering unprecedented access to his private life and stories from his
1: unparalleled career. Th- this description doesn't even... Like, I don't feel like this description does justice no. to this movie. No. Uh, it's a 2018 Netflix original from directors Rashida Jones and Alan Hicks. Uh, Rashida Jones, one of Quincy Jones's seven daughters. Yes. Um, man. God. Okay. I'm trying not to word vomit all over the place, <laughs> but this documentary is a history lesson. Yep. Is a social lesson. Yep. Is a uh, dance party. Yep. Uh, a health lesson. Yep. Like it's, it's so good. It's so so so
0: good. It's so good. I, like we're gonna just goosh all over this because yeah. I mean it's just amazing visually. You, um, uh, I mean you really are like all up in his life. Mm-hmm. Um. And I mean. Throughout his whole life, the amazing experiences that he has gone through and uh, been a part of and helped create and establish, mm-hmm. and holy macaroni, love, love, love that.
1: Yeah. I, and, like, I don't even want to go through a complete retelling of his life because, one, there's too much. We'll be here for 14 hours uh right. the, I mean this documentary it is it is over 2 hours long. Mhm. It's packed full. I think they could probably they could have trimmed it down a little bit, but I mean that's not for me to say. I loved it though. I oh yeah. No, like every you know every 20 minutes it's a new decade and a new aspect of his life and yeah. like I mean
0: well I mean hey if, if you're still um kicking it kicking ass at yeah. 85 and you have Literally blazed a trail for every amazing music um, artist that musician. Mu- yeah, that's what that's that word music. I was gonna say musical artiste.
1: <laughs> it's it's target target. It's you the know. same thing. <laughs> Whenever,
0: and that's not gonna get cut out either. Nope. Cool. Um, it, it's gonna. They probably could have made it four hours. Honestly, with the amount of shiznit he's done. With the Um, amount of
1: history with this man, yes.
0: I did go through and um, save a couple of the Quincy quotes, as I like to call them. I called them Quincy quips. (laughs) I did the Qs in orange. (laughs) Um, Now, technically, are they all his personal quotes? No. No. But awesome little thingies
1: to live by yeah and uh the, the things that you might embroider on a pillow yeah yeah definitely now that i'm getting crocheting under my belt i'm sure embroidery's next noise how do you spell
0: that
1: n-o-i-c-e
0: noise um so i mean literally he grew up in the 30s uh chicago um his mom was put away um when he was at the age of 7 um for oh sounds like it sounded like it
1: sounded like bipolar it's like a, yeah
0: schizophrenic blah 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 big long fancy medical term if it was
1: the 13th century they would have called her demonically possessed yeah. but it was 1930 chicago so schizophrenia works yeah
0: um And so, you know, he he grew up on the streets of Chicago and um, just, you know, a rough, rough kind of childhood. Um, And then they took off for Seattle in the 40s. Um, He touched a piano and that was it. Yeah, yeah. It, it... It was like this, like visually, I just pictured like him, you know, going to touch the keys of the piano and just like this electrical spark. Just goes from his fingers to the piano, and then it's like, whoosh,
1: like the genie comes out of the piano. Oh, nice. and... Never had a friend like me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I saw it as more like, um, you know, that thing that they do in movies where the camera stays steady on the person, but that like the but the person is moving, like they're on a track. Yes. So like he just gets drawn towards the piano. Yeah. And then like the blue light comes down from mm, heaven. Like, that, like that's that's how I saw it. Aww. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Ting, 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 ting. Yeah. Um. He. Played, you know, all different kinds of instruments. Um, he decided, you know, at 14, he was in a band. Um, uh, and, with with Ray Charles. You know. Like, whatever. Little little old just, Ray Charles. Know, just some dude. Just some dude. Um, which, mind you, Ray Charles was only 16 at the time. So, I mean, he was with Ray Charles from the get-go.
1: Literally from the get uh they were bffs and they're adorable mm. together later on in the documentary you see ray charles singing to quincy jones and there's not the a dry eye in the house Um oh, like
0: my buddy God. my fr- <laughs> oh,
1: so good um ray charles had uh a good quote every music has its own soul it doesn't matter what style just be true to its soul i'm like yes. oh yes thank you
0: yes 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 um Quincy married his first wife, Jerry Caldwell, um, and had, uh, how many kids? One kid, um, with Jerry, um, and Quincy had this just push, this drive, like, I must do this. He and had, I will do this. He
1: had his father's work ethic. Mm-hmm. Um he talked a lot about how his dad was a workaholic. And I mean, honestly, if you wanted to eat in the thirties, you had you had work. Like, yeah. You know, if you if you wanted your kids to eat, you had to work. Um and so Quincy got that work ethic from him. In addition, he talks about how music was the one aspect of his life that he could control. He yes. could not control losing his mom. He could not control how much his dad had to work. He could not control his economic situation, but he could control his music. Mm-hmm. And that was a source of power and a source of identity for him. Um, and, uh, the, this doc, uh,
0: it, it does a good job of going back and forth. Um, the telling of his life growing up and going through all of this, um, to the, I want to say maybe... Two three years that they shot this doc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so you kind of go back and forth, and it and it, it's a little bit of a roller coaster because you know we're learning about his early life, then we flash forward to, he's eighty one years old, and he's going to the hospital because he's in a diabetic coma.
1: Uh yeah, with his sugars around a thousand. Yeah. Good night, dude.
0: That's not good.
1: No. Not good at
0: all. Um. So for so for us, you know, trying to take notes on this, you know, it's like, Oh, I have this page for now, I have this page for then, I have
1: Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. of
0: back and forth. Um but it it was beautiful, like the way it just it flowed nicely.
1: Well and uh this is another documentary where a lot of home footage comes in. Mm-hmm. I mean Quincy Jones has been I mean we can call him he has been famous since his twenties when he got with like the Lyle Hampton band and he got in with mm-hmm. Count Basie, like uh he has been a known entity since then so he has been documented his yeah. entire life and so there is a a wealth of footage to use to tie into current day footage that yeah. that his that Rashida uh, and Alan filmed yeah
0: oh, it was just so good Sorry. yeah um so he's traveling the world um trying to you know just, drink up all of life um and and push for this perfectionism this drive that he's had um in music um we move on up to the 1950s he's in new york he's composing and writing um he would write for anyone who would play his work um and he said you know with the more work brought more money and more money brought the women and he liked the ladies
1: uh-huh. I mean, you know, well, it's an artist thing. Yeah. I've come, to it. I've come to it. yeah. Yeah. Just, I think it just comes with the lifestyle, definitely. Um and
0: uh in 1957 he moves to Paris to study with Nadia she she was the queen of classical um and he studied orchestra um and she said, you know, there's only 12 notes. Yeah, investigate these twelve notes, where they came from, where they're going, what everyone how, has done with them. In yeah, the past. how you can make them your own twelve notes, basically. And and
1: Quincy brings this up to artists that he's mentoring. Mm-hmm. He brings this up a couple different times in the documentary, and that is a mind trip, man. Yeah, I never thought about that. And like I grew up playing the flute and I played the violin, like I never. Yeah. I never thought about it that way.
0: Well, you know, I, and there's been those times where certain artists, you know, you see in the news or whatever that, oh, this guy stole this from me, these blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, how many notes are there? Uh, 12. (laughs) Like, 12. Like, you might catch a glimpse of somebody else's glimpse. Sure. It's bound to happen. It
1: is. It it's is. When it is it's intentional, to, it's is different. It's Yeah, you gotta worry about intention, and you gotta worry about uh, mm-hmm. accreditation, or accrediting mm-hmm. the work. Right. Like, and, a, yeah. and a simple uh, name drop. Yeah. And you're usually, Do you know what my favorite okay. one is? What? Okay, I know we talked a lot about Vanilla Ice versus oh, yeah. Queen David Bowie. My favorite one is if you queue up Danny California from Red Hot Chili Peppers yeah you can start singing Mary Jane's Last Dance, and it works perfectly. Fun. Yeah. That's a good one. It's a fun fact.
0: I forget the one I just saw today. It was something about the dance sequence from Party Rock.
1: Oh, yeah, because other... that's, that's a meme right now. Yeah. It, it, whatever the BPM for Party Rock, party, yeah, okay, the okay, current meme yeah. situation going on as of this recording is taking the dance sequence from Party Rock Anthem from LMFAO. Yeah. Right? Yeah yeah um and it is hundred and twenty nine beats per minute which is a very popular yeah it' a very popular uh um the whatever thing um so I showed one to my child because apparently it's the same BPM as uh, the cantina band from Star Wars. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah that was the one. Was the one.
0: <laughs> I couldn't remember what it was.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: That's the one. Yeah. Um, But anyways, in Paris, he said he felt really free as an
1: artist and also as a black man. A- and as a dude. Yeah. yeah. Just a guy. Because, I mean, this is 1957, so we're still lynching black people then here in uh, yeah. the United States. Oh, it's not good. Um significantly less amounts of that in Paris. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sixty sixty one, he's
0: back to New York. Um, he's the first African American vice president of a major record label and that is Mercury Records. I mean no big deal, it's whatever. Um, he's trying to bust his butt to get uh, get down that hundred and forty five thousand dollar debt he had from his dream big band, free and easy Um, that had only lasted six weeks and then he pushed them, you know, around the, around Europe trying to keep that going for everybody. Um, so it, and it failed and that's why he came
1: back to the States. Um, I happened to discover just a little, uh, artist Leslie Gore. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's my party and I'll cry if I want to. Cry if you want to? Cry if I want to. (laughs) You would cry too if it happened to you. <laughs> <laughs> but then guess who calls? Who? Frank Sinatra. Who's that? No, no biggie. Just like the biggest guy in swing at the time. It's whatever. It's fine. Uh-huh. Um, and he was really
0: digging that beat that Quincy was laying down for all
1: those cats and cool kids. Well, uh, okay in in addition to um, being well versed in bebop music yeah. uh, he had, he had specifically gone to Europe to study with like you said with Nadia Boulanger to to learn how to orchestrate for string section as well mm-hmm. so now you have that fun funky beat that Sinatra's looking for with the string section and horn section that he wants yeah. in the, in this swing and it's just it just elevates Sinatra's music to another level
0: yeah um And he, he, uh, Quincy became exclusively in charge of Frank Sinatra's musical arrangements in his band. Like, he, he was all in. Yeah. No contract. Handshake. They were just good old buddies. Whew.
1: Man. Yeah. You can't do that anymore. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Uh, he ended up, uh, ended up out in Vegas, um, you know, because. Wait, we're back, we're back
1: in the States. So yay, racism.
0: Yay, Vegas. Um and there there was still that heavy racism where you even had like oh, se- Sammy Davis Jr. Yeah,
1: segregation was real
0: yeah none of the they they were filling up all these you know uh,
1: concert halls concert halls yeah.
0: and then having to stay way down the strip in these little crappy motels yeah because they weren't allowed to stay at the places that they were headlining and making them buku bucks for right and uh, word on the street is Frank was like hey if you don't like them you don't like me so we're out
1: and
0: then they're like
1: all the mafia is like oh no it's cool okay it's cool
0: um the other really fun awesome thing is uh if you've ever seen frank sinatra he always wore a pinky ring yes uh, he wore that pinky ring I think from birth until death.
1: I'm pretty sure he came out of the womb with it on. Yeah,
0: and pinky up. Yeah. Um, it, Quincy Jones has that pinky ring now. Yeah, like Frank Sinatra. It, Just, it, oh, it, okay.
1: Uh, and again, you know, going back to the unprecedented access that we have to yeah. his to his home life and his family and stuff like that, like. His house is a museum. Like I know we're gonna get into the uh, National Museum for African American History and yeah. Culture. Like I know we're gonna get into that, but Quincy Jones's house is a museum. It's a Like when you first,
0: the doc first starts, it's Dr. Dre, and already I was like,
1: <laughs> which I didn't know he had a podcast. I know. I know. So, I know. Uh,
0: and I love that it's called the Pharmacy. Or, I
1: mean, yeah, get it? Like, oh, I love
0: someone, it's Dr. Dre. Um, but there. <laughs> Uh, Dr. Dre's getting ready to interview Quincy for his podcast, and they're at Quincy Jones's house, and it's just like kind of painting around the
1: walls, and Dre's just geeking out. I uh, right. He's in full on fangirl freak out geek out mode. Don't
0: blame him. Yeah, no, same. Uh, I would equate it to Emily. Oh god, damn it. Um... <laughs> seeing Kylo Ren.
1: I don't um, think Drake called Quincy Daddy though. So oh, like... yeah. I'm sure he did on the inside. I'm sure he
0: did on the inside, and he may have done it off
1: camera.
0: Um, anywho, moving forward, um, by this time um, he has his second. Quincy has his second daughter, Rachel. Um, Rachel. Jo- um, Jolie was
1: his first daughter. Rachel's yeah, Rachel is his second daughter. I found that in the notes finally. Um, and
0: then he started uh, doing uh, scores for films. Um, and he had to break a lot of barriers with that, um, because yeah. they were like, can a black man write for a white man's movie?
1: Uh, like, yeah, cause I guess somebody asked Henry Mancini that. And, and if you don't know, Henry Mancini was like the composer for mm-hmm. the day, like how we would call Quincy Jones the composer for the day. Henry Mancini was the composer. And, uh, Quincy always had a line about Henry Mancini about, uh. Uh, keep keep your your score paper and your pen handy, because uh, if if you're not awake, God's gonna take the score down to Henry down to Mancini's place, and I'm like, oh, oh okay okay okay. <laughs> that was okay. a good one. But no, but even Mancini was like, um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure he can handle it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, let's see. Now we're gonna roll up through the '70s. Um Ooh, Hair's getting longer. Hair's getting longer. Um. He, after his second divorce um, from his wife, Ula, um, he was like, I'm not getting married anymore. Never. Because, like, I'm not, obviously
1: I'm not good with that. He had uh, two more kids. He had Martina and Quincy Jr. with Ula. Um, Two weeks later, he's in with Peggy Lipton. (laughs) Like, moves in with Peggy Lipton. And they are just... (laughs) Well,
0: they're adorable, first of all. Oh you my get to God. hear her talking a lot on there yes. and they're definitely still cool. You see her
1: Yeah, you see her later at like a family Christmas get together. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, but they were just like, Hey, we're not gonna get married. Let's just do this thing until we don't wanna do it anymore. Sure. Um and and
1: cool, 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 cool. And that and that's great.
0: Yeah. Uh um, meanwhile Quincy's like busting his butt on um, He's the first um, African-American to lead a orchestra
1: for the Oscars. Um, uh, first African-American nominated for Best Original Song. First African-American nominated for Best Original Song and Best Song in the same year. Yeah. Um, and then uh, he collapses. Yeah, he has an
0: aneurysm. Um, they gave him a 1 in 100 chance to survive. And then they're like, hey, so um, you're doing cool. Uh, in two months, we're going to go back and do it on the other side because you have one over there. Oh, That's okay. Terrifying. Um, so they have a six month old child. Yeah. Um, he just had brain surgery. He's about to have another one. So. Uh, Kidada.
1: That's
0: yeah. That's his, uh, Kidada. fourth,
1: yeah. ch- no, fifth child.
0: Uh, so Quincy and Peggy decide to get married before the other surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, he says going through all this, you know. Really made him kind of be like, hey, if I love you, I love you. I love you. I'm telling you right now, I love you. Yeah. Just in cases. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it kind of scared him, you know, just like losing a random person from his memory for a while. Um, just
1: forgetting. Or, or just like forgetting how to write notes. Yeah.
0: You know, um, the guy
1: who scores all of the movies and writes all of the songs right now forgets how to write notes. Like, yeah. that's terrifying.
0: Oh, yeah. Um. Everything comes back to him. Thank goodness. Yeah. He's just not allowed to play trumpet. Okay. Small price to pay. Small price. Um, and uh, so, you know, he, he you know gets better. They have... Uh, they have Rashida. Rashida. Um, they move to New York because he is in charge of the movie The Wiz. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. I've never seen it. Really? Never seen it. Can we watch it together?
0: Sure. Okay. It's... There okay. So it's hard for me because I am obsessed with the Wizard of Oz. That's fine, but it's still really awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's super, super awesome. I just have to like separate that it's not that. Oh yeah, they're
1: two separate things. Very for
0: sure. Very different. Sure, sure,
1: sure. Um, and um, uh, just you know, makes a little album called Off the Wall with this yeah, dude Michael Jackson. It's whatever. He,
0: yeah, he mentors this young unknown singer named Michael Jackson. They didn't call
1: him unknown. But know, he did I'm just say he, he did point out he's like I saw, you know, I knew him from the bubblegum pop stuff that he was yeah. doing with the Jackson 5. But I saw his work ethic on the Wiz and, you know, he had a a super early call time cuz he had 4 hours in the makeup chair, but he was still out there and he knew literally everyone's dance steps. He knew all of the songs, all of the words, all the choreography, everything. And he had that hustle and that drive that it mm-hmm. takes to go to that next level. I've heard that
0: a lot of Michael Jackson, like his desire for perfectionism, which he got from basically being
1: beat Beaten into being a yeah. perfectionist. Yeah. That's how um, we do it in Indiana.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, but I mean, really, he just, it was like, we're not going home until it's perfect. Yeah. Just so you all know,
1: goes harkens back to Mm -hmm. something that Quincy's father said to him. I did not get that (laughs) entire quote down. Did you? Did you happen to get that one down about not going down until the? Yeah. yeah.
0: Once a task has just begun, never leave it until it's done. Be the labor great or small, do it well or not at all. Boom. Love it. So love
1: it again. Mm -hmm. Quincy is seeing this drive and the hustle that he sees in himself that he saw in his father. Uh, th- this whole documentary, we're, we're going to reference it a lot about how, you know, we are what has come before us and, and, and they, the next generation is what goes beyond us. Mm-hmm. And, and so, you know, for Quincy Jones to take Michael Jackson in as, as, a, as a mentor-mentee, as a father-son mm-hmm. uh, relationship, like, it, mo- it pushed Michael Jackson to the next level.
0: Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Um, he was also with him for Thriller. Yep. Um, smelly Jelly.
1: Smelly Jelly. Dude, <laughs> that is
0: the greatest little fun fact that I learned.
1: Uh, so, apparently, Michael Jackson would, if he was really, like, feeling a groove, it wasn't cool, it wasn't hot, it wasn't anything, it, it wasn't funky, yeah. it was Smelly Jelly. I love
0: it. I love it. So, Quincy used to call him Smelly, yeah. which I love so much. Um he also was working on We Are the World, um... The Color Purple. The Color Purple. No big deal. Um, he discovered Oprah amongst a billion other people. Yeah. Um, but the home life fallen apart. Really suffered, yeah. Um, and after 14 years of being married to Peggy, they, uh, got a divorce, um... And then it, it seems like he really s- took a little time out to be with the family and be with the kids yes. and, um, kind of try and make up for that, which, you know, he says throughout the whole thing, you know, he's like, I wasn't always there for my kids. I may not have done the best, but damn it. I love those kids right. more than anything. Right. Um, and I think it's evident too, in the current, you know, the, the, now videos all the present
1: day footage yes
0: that you can tell that all those times that he did take those little moments with the kids they knew it yeah they knew he would they 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 were loved yes and you can feel feel it now yes um
1: so um Um, oh his son introduces him to hip-hop yeah quincy jr introduces him to hip-hop because i i had you kind of got the feeling that he was like well what is this what is this thing that the kids are doing he-
0: now? Hip-hop? Hip-hop, hip-hop Anonymous?
1: <laughs> uh, but he realized how much hip-hop has been inspired by the bebop from back in the day. Right. Which was, you know, inspired by, uh, you know, m- the music that came before that. So, again, it's all this chain, that, you know, what has come before is what grows beyond. Like, it's mm. just, oh, it's so good. So, in 89, he did this album, Back on the Block. And it had Sarah Vaughn, Ella Fitzgerald, Dizzy Gillespie, Ray Charles, Kumo D, Ice-T, Melly Mel, and Big Daddy Kane, amongst others. If you're interested, it is on Spotify. I'm going to go listen to it. Yeah, I know we don't normally look stuff up, but I was like, this sounds awesome. Well, because in the documentary, he has a little photo shoot with Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. Kendrick Lamar is... He is the new. Yeah. He is the next generation. I want him to compose all the soundtrack songs for the future Marvel Cinematic Universe because he did such a good job on Black Panther. Nice. Like he's so cool. Um but uh Quincy Jones spends a lot of that photo shoot explaining the history mm-hmm. of hip hop and bebop and how it eventually it all goes back to Africa. Mm-hmm. It is all what was brought over yeah. and it is what like like we keep saying it is what has come before us that makes us who we are.
0: Right. <sighs> um he also started uh Quest Broadcasting Company which uh I don't know if you've ever heard of the show The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air.
1: Mm. Um Something about in West Philadelphia. We're not doing those. Yeah, he was born and raised <laughs> on playgrounds, where he spent most of his days. He was chilled. John... Never mind. <laughs> uh,
0: Vibe magazine. Um... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, he yeah, He just he started Vibe magazine. Yeah. I mean, he,
1: he he wanted to foster black artists making black art. Yeah, yeah. Which it was not was not happening at the time.
0: No. Um, now with all of our flash forwards, <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, uh, in 2015, he had a, the diabetic coma. He lost like four days of his life cause he was drinking too much and not taking care of his blood sugar. Um, and then he's traveling. You see him just nonstop traveling. Like all the current footage is him on the go in his 80s, yeah,
1: just nonstop from this place to that place, to this country to that country. I had I had, uh, this I had one list where he went from Russia to New York to Sweden to London, back to Sweden to Switzerland, Hong Kong, Dubai, Cuba, and LA, which is where he had his second
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, health scare for the documentary. He had a blood clot that was like yeah. well, I don't know a foot long, yeah, Whatever. Uh,
0: from too much traveling. Yeah, weird. Um... And then uh, he's also working on producing the uh, African-American Museum for the Smithsonian.
1: Yeah, the the Smithsonian um, in 2015, no, 2016 is when I think it actually opened because I know Barack Obama was still president. Yes. Um, but the National Museum for African American History and Culture, uh, opened and on opening weekend, they wanted Quincy Jones to produce, uh, uh, a concert. Yeah. Uh, basically going through the history of African American music. So cool. Oh my gosh. Literally everyone was there. If you were cool, you were there. I, I couldn't even, I didn't even get everyone. No. I know. Okay. So like. Uh, Tom Hanks was there. Oprah, John Legend, Dave Chappelle, Colin Powell, the the Tuskegee the Airman, Stevie Wonder, Sam Jackson, um, uh, pretty Mary sure J Beyonce Blige. and Jay, Jay-Z. Yeah. D'Angelo was there. Uh, yeah, no, just like everyone was there.
0: Yeah. I saw your note for a second. I was like, Krishana Lear was there. No. Oh, Ken- that's Kend- Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> Lamar. Yeah. Close. hmm Um, and he's, he's still going. He he's literally still, still going.
1: going. Well, like he, like one of his Quincy quips was, uh, you only get 20, 28,000 days. Yes. And he's going to make sure to wear out every single one of them.
0: Uh, here, I'll give you, I'll give you some, another one.
1: Oh yeah. We should just go through all of our favorites.
0: <laughs> love, uh, love to share, health to spare and friends who care. That's what's important.
1: Oh, yes. that was
0: for Etta's birthday. He was talking about that. Um, you can't live without water and music.
1: Uh, you should leave twenty to thirty percent of the room for God to walk through because that's the magic when, yes. you're, when you're making music. I uh, think when you're just making art, just yeah, leave, leave like twenty thirty percent of like whatever higher power you choose come through. Let the muses come through. Let the gods come through. Whatever come through. Yep. Um, be humble
0: with your creativity and graceful with your success.
1: Oh, the desperate escape into the subconscious that he felt while making movie scores. I'm like, oh, oh yes. that's because de- like not only like not only do you have to get rid of all the shit that's in your head on the surface level, like, like we talked with the Tony Robbins documentary about Mm -hmm. you have that surface problem. So, okay. So wear that away. What's underneath that. Yeah. But like you have to get into the subconscious of the story that's being told and write music for that. Oh, Oh man, that was good.
0: Um, ego is just overdressed insecurity. Dream so big. You can't get an ego. Yes, I love that. Yes. So anyhow, yeah. he is the bee's frickin' knees, and we have a lovely little list of some of his accomplishments, uh, which were at the end of the doc. Yes. Um, 2,900 songs recorded. 300 albums recorded. 51 film and TV scores.
1: 1,000 original
0: compositions. 79 Grammy nominations. 27 Grammy awards. One of 18 of the EGOTs, That's... which is your Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and, um... <sighs> Who's the boss? Uh, Tony's. There you go. I, like, I'm like, <laughs> uh,
1: come out of my mouth. Anyways. Uh, Thriller, just, you know, the best-selling album of all time. We Are the World, the best-selling single of all time. Which raised $63 million for famine relief in Africa. Uh, Seven Children. Six Grandchildren. And, like, one great-grandchild. <sighs> Ugh. What a dude, man. Yeah. Ever yeah. since, ever since you suggested this documentary, every day I've been Googling, like making sure he's not dead, and I'm like, please don't die yet. Don't die. Don't die. Don't yet. die ever. Well, I mean, like. Well, he
0: did say he's like, you know, hey, when I'm ready, you know, when it's my time, I will be ready. Oh yeah, after,
1: after after that first health scare in the documentary about the the diabetic coma, it was it was another one of those moments where he's like, I'm not doing it right. I gotta right? do I gotta do something different because I am not ready to go. Oh. <laughs> he cracked a joke later on about how, you know, he had this health scare and he got up to heaven and they were like, no, 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 no. We've already got Ray Charles. We got Michael. We got this guy. We got that guy. We got this lady. We got that lady. We don't need another headache. Get down there. Get back down there. We're not ready for you yet.
0: <laughs> yep. Yep. That was really good. Uh, awesome. Awesome, Doc. If you know a lot about Quincy, you'll love it. If you know nothing about him, you'll love it. If you Do you like music?
1: You'll like this documentary. Do you have ears? Do, do you have a brain in between your ears and a heart in your chest? You'll love it. Yeah, you'll like it. huh. It was it was kind of my solace for the last week.
0: I know it was so nice,
1: wasn't yeah. it? Yeah.
0: <sighs> Anyhow.
1: Yeah. Um, hey, have have you dear listeners, have you seen a documentary that you like? I know Krishana just got a long list of us of stuff for us to check Potential. out. Potential. Potential stuff. Uh, but if you've seen something that you like, you should definitely let us know about it. Yeah. Uh, send us an email to what's in the queue at gmail.com. Hmm. Yep. You could be friends with us on social media, even though social media is stupid and we all want to burn it down. Oh,
0: you're missing out on the real fun of Facebook right now.
1: Am I though?
0: Yes. Because everybody's been hacked.
1: Oh yeah.
0: I heard about that. It's fun. I keep getting... Messages on Messenger saying, "Hey, I think you've been hacked." I'm not even opening them because I'm not a moron. Yeah. Um, I just d- delete them. There is only one Krishana, in case you didn't know. That is that is true. Um. So that's fun because the whole feed is nothing but I got hacked. Don't add another thing for me. I got hacked. I got hacked. I'm like
1: I wonder ah. how I wonder how much of that is just copying and pasting though. No. Like literally, everyone- they're all unique. <laughs> everyone's a pretty snowflake yep okay
0: sorry if i hurt
1: anybody's feelings by that they'll be fine um yeah let's just burn social media to the ground burn it down okay all right the end all right let's get out of here bye right, bye we love you Bye. bye bye bye